Welcome to the Board and DE Podcast, and now your host, Tucker. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tuck, Jarrell, and we got our special guest, Mr. O'Shea Lolly, one of the best cooks in the area, one of the best cooks, period. I'm glad he's taking some time out to join us here on Board and DE. What's going on? What's going on, Chef? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, man, we good. We good. I ain't making no noise here and everything. So, man, let's start from the beginning, man. How long have you been cooking? Man, about 30 years. 30 probably about years? 30 years. Okay. Yeah. What in the world? And I was like, you, you know, cooking. What, what inspired it's you great. to be a chef? You know, I, you know, I just, it was honestly, it was just something I did. It was something I did actually. I just started doing it. It, it wasn't nothing that I aspired to be. I just started doing it and cooking around the house. And I noticed, like even back in the day with oodles and noodles, putting onions in them and making gravy and taking old meat that maybe my mom might have baked chicken out at night, put some chicken in there, and made it to like a little yak. So I was like, just experimenting at home. Yeah, I definitely have never heard anybody say getting oodles and noodles and making a yak. Sure. Now I'm going to yeah. try. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, that's a meal. Yeah, they just refer to it like a jailhouse meal. I never thought of it. <laughs> you know, I never like. Saw it's like they're like you making the boner, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, do you have any formal training, or this is all self-taught? Yes, 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 I do. I do uh, Art Institute of Philadelphia. Um, I have a bachelor's in culinary science, actually. And a lot of people don't even know about culinary science. A lot, it teaches basically, honestly, teaches a lot of stuff that you really don't need that enough. Like, you know, we you learn how to cook. We can cook fish without heating it up. Like, it's vinegar, vinegar, things like that. It just kind of stuff like that. Those type of things. A lot of people don't. never use it. Yeah, you don't have to heat it. Um, now, it'll, it'll look like it's not cooked, but because, you know, the vinegar and the acidity or lemon juice, it actually it actually will cook it. So, things like that. People don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, if somebody brought you the fish and they told you they didn't cook it, you would eat it? <laughs> Nah, you gotta be careful about that, but, you know, I love sushi, I do love sushi, though, but you gotta be careful when you're handling, you know, fish, because, you know, that's, that's a bad day for you if you get some bad fish in you. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> now, um, do you have a favorite dish that you like to make? You know what? I, I really don't. I, I actually, honestly don't. I like, I think my favorite cooking, I like to cook, um, I like cooking Jamaican food. Okay. Like, I like cooking curry chicken, jerk chicken, stuff like that. Now, you had some of the best strawberry butter I ever tasted, bro. Your strawberry oh, butter. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Man. I appreciate that. Kill that on them. This, oh, oh, look. We got upgraded. We got, I got peach butter. We got peach butter now. What? You, so you, you make it from scratch? The yeah. Yeah. Everything is all from scratch. Okay. The peach butter is phenomenal, man. Peach. Now, have you ever made a meal that you was like, yo, I could have did this better or I'm just not going to cook this ever again? You know, some sometimes some I, I did that. What did I, what did I do? I'm trying to remember what it was. It was um, we did like a um, when I worked at the Sarah King, it was like a brisket something with goat cheese. We did something. The other chef was trying to let us do it, and it just didn't go right. And it was probably the worst meal I've ever made. Man, it was it was it was terrible. Did anybody eat it? No. <laughs> Now let me ask you this. Being a chef, 
Being a chef, do you find yourself being uh, analytical or critical when you go out to eat at other restaurants? Yes, yes. And I, you know what? I try, I try to cut that out. Like people, I go out, I'll go eat out with people, and they be like, you know, don't don't do the chef stuff tonight. Because sometimes you know, I, I can tell when something has been like reheated or you know, hasn't been made properly. So I try my best not to, you know, be so anal about things. But sometimes I can't help it. So. There's been times where I go out and I probably they probably want to kick me out. Other times I just chill and eat. Hold, hold on. So do you say stuff to like the waiter or the or the chef there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes. So, <laughs> sometimes I be on my little arrogant. I'm like, you know, you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be um you be on you be on like a little arrogant thing. So I'm like, you know, because when they when they start lying to you. I'm very, I'm very humble guy, y'all. You know, I met y'all, but mm-hmm. when you start lying to me, the arrogance comes out. So, oh, you know, we just made this truck. No, I'm a chef. I know this ain't been me. I can tell you, you probably made this a day ago, you know. So then they start really getting, you know, you know irritated by me. And then they come back and the manager come out. Oh, I'm sorry. So we didn't know you were a chef. And, you know, we'll take care of you. We're support- then it changes to, uh, we were supposed to, we, we, they're supposed to do it every day. And then, you know, maybe somebody in the back and then, you know. Policy comes and they usually compliment. And I, and I always tell them, look, I'm not here to get a free meal. That's another thing that's a blessing and a curse because sometimes they will try to give me a free meal. But, you know, me being a restauranteur, I was like, I don't want to take away from you. I want to make you be better. So I said, you know, I'll pay for my meal. Just make sure you, you know, you do it right. That's all I thought I want. I'm not here to get a free meal for you. Now, I see, let me, let me pull it up real quick. I see that you got something going on for Valentine's Day, dinner by candlelight with Chef O. It's a five course right. meal for two starting at four hundred fifty dollars. And I looked at the lineup. <laughs> I'm like, man, I could probably eat that by myself. <laughs> man, it's just, yeah. And I like how you it looks like you're bringing other people in like you can uh either have a DJ or a soloist, a saxophonist, mm-hmm. a violinist and everything. How did that idea come about? Well, you know what? I think I've never even done that before. I, it, it turned into uh, maybe like a year or two ago. Someone called me and said, "Hey, you know, my wife is her birthday's coming. Can you just cook something for her?" I'm like, you know. And me, VB, and me, I was like, "I'll just come cook. I'll make it for you. You know, just get the food. You know, just I'll do it because you know we cool. I got you." And then it turned into even in Mr. COVID, you know, people not don't want to go out. A lot of people, you know, they're scared going eat and things like that. And um, so I started doing it, and then. <laughs> I started just doing it at houses and it turned into a whole, you know, you should do this. And then a friend of mine, a, old, a friend of my old guy, I know, I, I watched him start doing it and he, you know, he went above and beyond. So he kind of inspired me to try to go a little bit harder with it. So I kind of reached out to a few friends, a DJ, you know, violin, cause I'm, I, I am a music, musician also. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to a couple of musicians. Hey man, if we do this, you know, we'd like to be a part of it. So it was, it was kind of just birth out of just being helping out people. And I just did one not too long ago, and people were so, you know, amazed by it, and they're still talking about it. I said, you know what? Let me just start doing this. It's something to do, and people enjoy. It. I, I enjoy when I see people enjoying my food. So mm. it just it just turned into dinner by candlelight, Chef O. Well, I know the challenges of going to different kitchens got to be something. <sighs> you know what? It, you know you're right, and honestly, I haven't had that problem yet. Thank God. Not actually, actually, the left. Yeah, knock on wood. I, I hope I don't know if this table is really wood. I'm sitting there looking like it ain't wood. But uh, 
the last, actually, the last house I went to was amazing. And I'm going to shout my boy Hiram out. Hiram and uh, Bernadette Wally. Amazing. The kitchen was so high tech, I couldn't even find a microwave. Wow. So I'm like, oh, there's a microwave. I need to reheat something real quick. It turns out it was a, a drawer. It looks like a cabinet. It was a drawer. And the, I've never seen the microwave. It slides out like a drawer, like a dresser drawer. Mm-hmm. That's the microwave. Slides out like a, I've never seen the microwave like that. I mean, so really far advanced, you know, people I work with, you know, so yeah, I haven't had that problem yet. And usually when people are paying money like that, most people, and I don't want to be stereotypical, I don't want to go there, but most people when they're paying that money, they got the money and they got the, the kitchen and the house to pay it. Okay. Mm-hmm. One guy emailed me, he said, you know, he said, uh, he emailed me, it's a funny story, he said, uh, he messaged me, he said, do you know your um, your dentist says it's 450 I was like, yeah, that's, that's the price. <laughs> so some people, they probably wouldn't pay that, but the people that really do pay that, usually, you know, thank God when I've got there, they had an amazing kitchen, an amazing house. You know, some people I'm pulling up, it's like a, it's, I'm pulling up on a whole estate. So it's like, it's just awesome. I had a, I had um, privilege of cooking for Priest Tyre, hanging out with him. And, you know, okay. people, they have really nice kitchens. People have really nice kitchens. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, if you're going from kitchen to kitchen, like, maybe, are, are you bringing your own utensils or you kind of tell them what you, you know, need in advance? No, I usually just tell them, you know, this, I need a clean space. That's really what I, usually I bring just the staples. You know, I always carry my chef knife, um, you know, maybe like a skillet or two, like, or like a, you know, like a cast iron skillet that I use when I'm searing something. And for the most part, you know, it's just some few pans, but I don't need much. Most of, most of stuff is kind of pre-prepped and I'm just pre-prepped, excuse me, and I'm finishing it off when I get there. So for the most part, it's been, it's been pretty easy. It hasn't been ahead of yet. Now, now having we talk about that now, <laughs> I might get a call. Somebody like, you know, one lady didn't actually have a stove, but we worked it out because it wasn't that type of thing. But she just, oh, we, we having, she was having a stove put in and it just didn't show up on the day that I was supposed to be there. So we had to make something else. I'm apologizing in advance if I jink you, brother. I, I'm sorry about that. Man, no jink, bro. <laughs> So, so she didn't have a yeah, stove. You know what? I, yeah, yeah. That that's actually going to share that with y'all later about the Breeze Refuse thing. But yeah, I've cooked on. I actually thrive. Funny thing, I actually thrive when I don't have what I need. It's just like a so as a gift. So you like, like that I can challenge. cook on things. Exactly. Okay. Like I've cooked outside in tents. I've cooked in yards. I've cooked in in parks. Literally in parks for for the events because I couldn't use the kitchen and they told us at the last minute and I had to actually you know buy things and go to a park and cook you know so yeah but I actually a lot of people that experienced me in my earlier years of you know restaurants and things like that it was we would have like maybe 20% of what we needed mm, really and you never you never knew now now let me go here uh I've known you and your brothers for a while because you know I took some pictures I was a photographer and I did some pictures with your brother and everything Great people. I have to say, when Twisted Soul opened up several years back, and I heard you with the yeah. chef, bro, yeah. I was there like every day. On interview, you didn't get to talk. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate. I saw you there, man. I, yeah. I, 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 I would appreciate you coming in. And I told you I was killing that strawberry butter. I was killing it. And it's like yo, your fish, your chicken. I mean, I, I had no problem with the O'Shea plate. Now, unfortunately, things wow. made a turn left. And you had to leave. Right, right, right. And there was definitely a major change when you left in the food quality than when you were there. Even though they might have had access to your recipes, it just didn't have that same did. loving touch in it. And I'm and, and I learned at that time 
that you might have the recipe, but you don't have the the, the love, the, the 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 heart to go into it because you put your exactly. heart in every plate. I did. I really did. Now, now, what was the cause of that breakup? It was just bad business. Well, you know what? I, I, I I'll say that you know, and I'll tell other people this: when you go into a partnership, you know, there are things that you you know you should also think about before you go in. People, we, people have different attitudes, different ideas. We all we all had you know different days when we come in. We feel like a certain thing. I think sometimes instead of really sitting down, a lot of times we just we had our own ideas of doing things and then you summed it up when you said about the love you know cooking on the plate the bible says uh, without the uh, visit of people perish for our lack of knowledge the knowledge was there but you know the passion for me uh when people showed up i wanted to make sure that it was a certain way sometimes my over preparation or under uh preparation it, it kind of turned into an issue with some of my other partners. And we just talked about it. I mean, like I say, a lot of, a lot of partnerships have, you know, disagreements. So I'm, and I, so it's neither anything bad here or, or good here or there. But I will say, just make sure you all on the same page with ideas, mm. you know, of, of ideas or visions or, you know, because it's a vision and it was my vision. So sometimes when we don't really go over how we want it, or they might seem like I want to do that. So for me, it was for me to just say, agree to disagree. Mm. And, you know, we I'll do this, you know, you know what I mean? So like I say, and I, I wish everybody, you know, number love, you know, it was definitely a process that we had to deal with. Thank you, sir. Now, the one thing I did appreciate, cause like, Twisted Soul, it was right in the city. And I loved the decor. I loved everything about it. But what I loved most was that when you had the time, you came out and spoke to everybody. You came up, asked them how the meal was. Mm -hmm. You were real approachable. Like, you know, you know, you just don't get that that often. And you know what I mean? It's like you just genuinely show love. I mean, I actually remember one time, you may not. I was right. there um, and I was... I was on a date, and it's funny that I say I was on a date because my girlfriend now was the bartender there, and I was on a date when she was the bartender, but that's another story for another time. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but you laid yeah, the yeah. foundation. And you sent us drinks. Oh my God. You sent us yeah. drinks. She was like, hey, 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 that's my man. Give his lady a glass of wine, and, you know, I know he liked that brown stuff. You can give him that and everything. Right, that brown. You enjoy your meal <laughs> and everything. And I was like, wow. Right. Like, there was nothing we did to cause that. Right. You just was out and you saw me. You was like, hey, how you doing, big guy? And everything. Okay, nice nice to meet you. And you said that. And that meant the world. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the date didn't work wow. out, but it meant the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens, you know. <laughs> and then after you left, I know you had a small stint at uh, this, uh, I think it was more like a bar that you were cooking at out there off of... Uh, What's that boxwood road out there by um deals on wheels and, yeah and stuff like that and that's mm -hmm. not a place to me that was kind of like a dive bar but the food yeah brought me there it was strictly mm -hmm. a dive bar but chef brought the <laughs> elevation up like yo we were waiting for tables wow this is pre-covid right. you know we was waiting for tables right yeah the people exactly. could go there and it was a dog it was a dive bar but the food mm -hmm. we was coming there for the food Dive bar with gourmet food. Yeah, and it was and yeah, man. And he put the love behind everything. Like we followed 
chef. Like it's not too many chefs in the area that um, I people follow. That. We follow. I appreciate him. that, man. And yeah. then when he was, you know, I remember back when he was making dinners out the church. I mean, you know, my mom, God rest her soul, she used to be like, yo, is he cooking today? Go get a plate. And I'm like, wow. yo, um, just, just to see you go from there to, to you know, bigger and better things, man, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel honored that you allowed me a small part of the journey. Oh, man, I appreciate you having me here, man. <laughs> It, it, it was always good, you know, seeing you out there and um and certain people, you know, um you you want to touch everybody, you know. We, we we learn to touch every table at least thirty seconds when you go out in a restaurant, and there you don't want to play favorites, <clears throat> but there are certain people that you just gravitate to as customers and and people that you know patronize you. So you were one of the ones that it was always good to see you there. Others we might be like, this guy's still here, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you were one of the ones that <laughs> you were one of the ones that um, you know, it was always good to see you, man. You you brought a good energy. You also helped with the morale, like I said, the bartenders and people. You it was it was good when you came in, you didn't cause no trouble, you know, it was it was cool. So some people you you appreciate being a part of your restaurant and hanging out and you don't care how long they stay, you know, things like that. Yeah, man. I can I could go on for days on his macaroni and cheese. His oh fish, my god! His fried chicken. And Lord Jesus. Orange soda collard. I mean, uh, orange soda uh, Man. green beans. Man. Orange soda green beans. Wow. Orange soda green beans. Wow. Delicious. And wow. Nothing overpowered anything else. Like you could taste the orange mm-hmm. soda, but you still right. taste the green bean. It was a perfect balance, and it was a mm-hmm. perfect balance every time, which is kind of hard to achieve. So I go there mm-hmm. on a Tuesday and get them. They the same when I go Saturday and when I do the takeout mm-hmm. on Sunday. Mm. The same. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And like I said, the strawberry butter, I was a fan. Definitely. Mm. That's wow. One the, that's one of the most important things for a cook to, to, put, to have that consistency, especially when you make exotic dishes. Right. <laughs> and the one thing I will say with you is that even, right. when, you, even when you parted ways with that place, I never, mm-hmm. ever, ever heard him say anything negative about it. Like, he wished them the best. It's just it didn't yeah, work it's, out. It's all love. God bless you and know? everything. And that was right. it. He never spoke bad. And that 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 proves the kind of man you are. That's a fact. It's almost kind yeah. of like when I was a young wow. kid and I was at the supermarket with my dad, and he would say, you can tell the kind of person by what they do with the shopping cart when they're done. Mm. Exactly. And okay, wow. definitely the type of wow. person yeah, that take the shopping take cart back. 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 Yeah, you you could tell the type of person in some ideas about what they do with the shopping cart. If they right. just leave it there, they don't care about nothing because it could damage somebody's right. car. It can block a space that somebody right. could use for parking. When you take the cart mm-hmm. back, that speaks on your character. And I never forget my pop told me that. And right. dealing with O'Shea, I'm like, I feel that. That's I feel that. Wow. Man. So, so, like I said, dog, I was personally geeky. You on point, and that's what I do too. You, you, unless I'm really, really, really gotta go, I always put it back. Right, and I was really geeking when Jarrell was like, "Yo, do you know a chef?" And I'm like, "O'Shea," and he handles all the, you know, booking and everything for the show. So that's why he reached out to you instead of me, because that's his role, and I need to relinquish some, you know. <laughs> control to my partner but when he was like you was with it i was like yeah i said i'm i'm, I'm mad that we in covid because i'd have had some stuff up like yo can can we pay him to bring some food over <laughs> have like a round table maybe after covid's done and everything we could do something like that but man i i am right. a fan of your food bro 
I am a fan. Now, what's going on with you now besides, uh, you know, you're doing the in-home cooking and stuff, especially for the Valentine's? So do you have a plan of opening something else after the pandemic? Hey, a couple things I'm working on. Um, you haven't heard the last from, from the restaurant industry for me, but right now I'm kind of working on some things, and um, you'll see something coming up soon. But um, that that was the last thing that we endeavored to do. But, you know, this COVID thing is hitting a lot of people hard, and a lot of people haven't. Um, you know, recouped or came back from it. I'm not claiming that story. I'm not, you know, one of those. I'm not claiming, you know, claiming victim, you know, because things happen for a reason. But um, just stay tuned. There will be some things coming soon. Now, before we cut out, uh, tell us what you got going on at Reed Refuge. Reed Refuge, a um, really good friend of mine, and he always said he wanted to have um, something to do with music and community. And um, like about 15 years later, you know, he said, hey, man, God bless us to have a building to do things. Um, we ordered some, um, like a hot plate, things like that. And we taught the children how to prepare meals carefully without burning themselves. Like, you know, some, you know, in the hood, we, some, we grew up with gas. You know, you don't want people, you don't want the kids messing around with a gas stove. So we taught the children how to cook and make meals for themselves in the microwave or like on a George Foreman. So the parents, you know, parents getting off work. And, um, you know, it's a sad reality. Some of these kids, you know, parents, you know, are strung out. You know, or, you know, kids get home, their parents on the drugs, so things like that. So we learned, uh, she taught the kids how to sustain themselves. Ordered, uh, he ordered a bunch of microwaves. Uh, we went in, um, set it up, you know, got the little prep table, you know, the restaurant prep tables in there and just started teaching these kids, you know, how to cook. And not only were they cooking, but they were actually really cooking because, you know, people teach you how to heat stuff up in the microwave. But, you know, because things that I've learned and how you can actually really use a microwave to cook. Some people you know some people can cook turkeys in the microwave, these you know that. Um I taught these kids how to cook really cook meals. So they would cook stuff, you know, their family members would get them to cook stuff. Um a lot of these people have gas in their you know in their in their, in their houses. So, you know, you don't want the children cooking with gas or even electric stove even me I, i'd actually had a fire chef oh yes i had a fire in my own house using the gas stove so you know you don't want these kids to you know experience things like that so we taught them how to use george foreman grill and um microwave but we didn't stop there because anybody can use a microwave with george foreman grill but i actually taught them how to make gourmet meals i mean we were making you know chicken teri ch chicken teriyaki with jasmine rice we were making um shrimp alfredo we were making black and salmon jambalaya i mean real stuff in the microwave so um so i was actually using the space and um fred reed the owner his wife cora you know i wanted to start doing some dinners i said you know what everybody's doing dinners you know i'm gonna do something else uh, i said you know what i need to make some money because i'm you know i'm broke uh and i was you know i was homeless now not homeless in a sense, like living on the street, but homeless meaning I don't have my own house. You know, I'm staying with my mom. I don't have my, you know, I don't have my own place. I didn't even have a car at the time. So I still have the notes to this day that I put in my voice memo in my phone and I declared that I wouldn't be here anymore. So, you know, I didn't have a car. I didn't have, I didn't have anything. I started creating ideas. The Lord gave me ideas um, about food and and I wanted to do something different, so I came up with fried banana pudding. I came up with barbecue potato salad. I came I came up with soda greens. I came up with 
caramel bacon sweet potatoes. I mean, cotton candy wings, peanut butter and jelly wings, caramel apple wings, peach Hennessy barbecue wings. Like everything that I got was just twisted, like twisted, fried, um, we had, uh, fried chicken and dumplings. And um, it just became something. And I started doing it. And Fred was like, you know what? We used to call it Twisted Soul because it's twisted. I was like, you know what? That's it, Twisted Soul. I started it. I just said, you know, I'm going to sell dinners. Fred said, you know what? I got you. Let's go ahead. We bought all this food. Like almost $600, $700 worth of food. You know, had all kinds of stuff. Fish and nobody came. I think we sold 10 dinners. People like people that work downstairs at the daycare. He, they, they have a daycare. I said, you know what? We can't do this. It took a major hit. So you know what? We're going to do it again. Next week, fish fry. The chef o. A couple more people came. And we was like, mm, you know, we ain't really making no more money. We didn't even break even. So I said, you know, I can't do this no more, man. I said, you know what? This, this Fred was like, let's do it one more time. I said, all right, we're going to do it one more time. I didn't even advertise. I was, I was already discouraged. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So we just actually did it. People was, my phone blew up. My phone was blowing up. People was calling, are y'all still selling? We actually ended up having like 100 people waiting. And I've never seen people waiting in line for dinners. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, and we, we made like $3,000 that day. Like, that's unheard of. It was to the point where our, it, it was, this is, this is, this going to sound funny to you. It was to the point that my success was irritating me. We didn't push the food out fast enough. So, you know, we were successful now and I'm being successful, but I'm frustrated now. I don't want the success. And I think, and then I never told anybody this story. We got behind with the orders. People were kind of, you know, getting frustrated because we were so many people buying, we couldn't push it out. I, I went to the bathroom and I hid in the bathroom. And that's a true story. My staff was still trying to push it out. They were probably looking for me, but I just hid in the bathroom because there was so much pressure. But the pressure was because of my success. So I know that's funny. And um, and then Twisted Soul was born, and we went into the building, and that's that's history. That's 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 the story. That's how we started. Wow. How how'd you get out of the, like what made you how'd you get past that anxiety point of being overwhelmed to go back out and keep cooking? Like how'd you calm yourself? in that space because it's i get it it sounds overwhelming especially after two weeks of it being kind of light and then out the blue it's like everybody here so how'd you like get over that to kind of that anxiety to finish it i mean most of, most of the anxiety was because you know just preparation and having what you need mm-hmm. so because i didn't have what i need it was just like overwhelming so you know just prep and make sure you got everything because like i said we didn't even have a full kitchen we had like a tabletop plug-in fryer a microwave and like a little hot plate that you might even got out of prison. But I'm telling you, it, we, we made miracles, literally miracles happen. So, I mean, we started just upgrading. We started buying more stuff. We started buying more equipment. We started buying more fryers, you know, and just kind of try to make it happen because, you know, you success, success is coming. Mm. And even with the, uh, the strawberry butter that Tuck talked about, I mean, even though there were already, and this is a true story, there were a lot of already strawberry butters on the internet. I mean, people have already invented that. I had never heard of strawberry butter. So the, the, my recipe that I invented was my recipe, but then there's also other people that have other recipes, but that was my, my recipe. So, you know, strawberry butter was invented. You know, people, people enjoy the food, and then and that's where we're here. I know I have, and um, are there any plans... <laughs> Are there any plans in the future for you probably to teach people cooking, like one-on-one classes or something like that? You know, you know I've, I've talked about that. You know, I've got a lot of things I'm kind of working on right now as far as uh, other things that's going to take the time away from that. But I would love to do that or offer something, even if not, you know, maybe like around like special times, like maybe like for like Valentine's Day, 
you know, coming around for Valentine's Day out, you know, learn how to cook a meal for your boo or something like that, or, you know, you know, anything, but nothing that on a major basis, but just something like just to try it out. Yeah, especially something especially. Because I know one time I was uh, dating a chick in the Bronx, and I dated a lot of chicks. Um, and she took me to this uh, uh, fish market <laughs> where we prepared the food together. It was, I think it was like a sushi awesome. class or something like that. So oh, wow. they, they taught us how to cook it. and, and Well, not cook it, but, you know, prepare it and everything like that. And a lot of people don't understand. You can bond with somebody deeply when you're cooking together. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, like, you know, us men, you know, if, if we're not chefs like, you know, O'Shea, we usually sit back in the living room while, you know, our wives or girlfriends are cooking. But when you actually mm-hmm. go in there and you cook with them, or even if you just helping prep the food, yep. that creates a bond there. And it, also it, is, it is an energy there. Yep. Yeah, it is. Well, Shay, man, I really appreciate you taking time out to, to work with us and work with us through these little technical difficulties. But, you know, with COVID, we have to, you know, maintain our safety and distance and everything like Understood. that. But I appreciate your patience. Understood. And this, this won't be the last time we talk to you, brother. No. So I told you, as soon as we get past this COVID, I'm going to be like, yo, we got to yeah. him to come do something, <laughs> and we're going to be busting up at the round table and everything. Plus, I'm going to be real with you. Like, for issues that we have, I, there are some gems. And Tuck, no, I'm, I'm usually the guy. Like, I, I, There are some gems that you said, you know, go going back to when you said that you go to a business and as a as a chef, you don't want to break them down. You want to make them better. So that's why right, you exactly. take, that's how you look at it like that. Like that to me, it takes away all the arrogance that can come with that as a chef. Like because that's not right. even what you're doing it for. The fact that yeah. you, you you and I don't know if you see it this way, but to me, what you're doing at Reese Refuge that translates in my head is a kid is able to feed themselves because mom might be on drugs, dad exactly. might be on jail. You know how we get in the city. Mm-hmm. So exactly. the fact that a kid yeah. can learn how to feed you exactly. Know, as opposed to only eating whatever they could get at school lunch, and now it's in COVID, so they so they barely getting that. You know what I'm saying? So right. now that they at least know how to prepare an actual meal, you know, this little 13-year-old kid taking care of his 9-year-old sister. You feel me? Something like that. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's yep. huge. That's true. You know what I mean? Those givebacks is, is, is... And then and then even when you talked about get being overwhelmed and the anxiety that goes in that, that's a real thing. Like, that's why you was like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny being, you know, being overwhelmed by your success, but that's a real thing. Like people yeah, take it for yeah. granted. When you get it, what do you got? Right. What you going to do? How do you maintain? So there, there's a lot of gems you dropped in here. That, that's just listen. But yeah, bro, we appreciate awesome. you and everything like that, man. And um, is there anything you want to say to the people or how they can find you? I know you're on Facebook, but I don't know if you're doing them other platforms. Uh, well, first let me let me say to you, I appreciate y'all having me on. I mean, you know, it's a pleasure. I mean, an honor. And like I said, I'm looking forward to coming back with y'all and doing it in person. Um, I'm on Facebook. You know, I'm nothing special about me. O'Shea Lally. You know, L-O-L-L-E-Y. On IG is Chef O'Shea Lally. You know, or you can reach us out reach out to us on our uh, email uh, for the catering company. It's Revival Catering D-E as in Delaware. Revival Catering D-E at gmail.com. That's it. You know, but if you Facebook message me, I'll talk to you. Some people call me all the time while they're on a video message. I'm like, I just wanted to ask you about cooking. I'm like, okay. But, um, you know, I'm not hard to get in touch with. <laughs> I think that's weird when people do that, but 
know. <laughs> that, that's a discussion for another time because I've been video right. called on Facebook and I'm like, yo, I know we just <laughs> friends, but I don't really be like this. And why right. are you calling like this? Your message would have been fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, O'Shea, brother, man, you have a good day, a good weekend, man. God bless you and your family, and please stay safe, my man. Oh, man, God bless you as well. Stay safe. All right, this is Tuck from Borden DE. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up. As always, if uh, you haven't already, check out the site at www.bordende.com. Our social media is all Borden DE. Um, we definitely got our store open so you can get you know some shirts and hats and everything. And new episodes drop every Thursday wherever you listen to your podcast and our YouTube channel. So Boarding. peace and have a good night.